up, gamers? Welcome to the Procrastination Sensation, episode 23. I'm one of your hosts, Trevor Half-Vaxxed Sheehan. And I'm your other host, <laughs> Eric. Uh, I can't get vaxxed for another, like, three weeks, Sumino. You know what they say. Rome wasn't built in a day. No, it wasn't. I got it was mine built on the... in like a month and two weeks. That even that seems like not that long. <laughs> I'm saying it's a month and two weeks because that's oh. how long it takes for you to be fully protected after the vaccine. Oh god, I was thinking of the Rome aspect. <sighs> Come on, man. I to We're be on fair, different pages. To be fair, I got mine like on a whim. Really? Like they're not just vaccinating everyone at Star Market. Yeah. Like you have to, I assume you would have to make the appointment yourself. Am I wrong? Yeah, but I also just know the pharmacist from working oh, okay. in the pharmacy briefly. And oh, and they're doing was... them at Star Market? Well, they get, like, some, I think, and it's oh, if okay. people miss their appointment or something. Yeah, that's how my parents cancel. got it. Yeah, that's, that's how I got one. I'm really nice. excited for the second one, because I heard that it really fucks you up. Yeah. I'm like, I, this is going to be so fun. I want to yeah, have I... just, like, a vivid fever dream. Just wake Let's up in a, in a cold sweat, dreaming about that Minotaur. What? Remember the Minotaur tweet? The Minotaur tweet from like the third episode? That's not even that. I don't even know what number it was, but I just want to like, I just want to fall asleep and wake up in fear that I'm like being chased by a Minotaur. Because <laughs> it's been like, be murdered by a Minotaur. I don't, I'm trying to remember the last time I had like a fever dream from being like that sick. Because I don't know if I've ever told you, but like early last year, like two of my roommates got the flu and oh, really? it was like right before COVID and one of them was Kyle and it was when we still shared a room mm -hmm. and for like the first day I like moved my PS4 downstairs and I was like, all right, I'll play. It was right when dreams came out. That's okay. how I remember it. Okay. And I was like, I'll just play dreams downstairs <clears throat> instead of at my desk. Cause like I said, we shared a room and it's not a huge room either. And after like halfway through the day, I was like, eh, I don't really care. And I just went upstairs yeah. <laughs> and stayed in the room and I didn't get sick. So it's very possible that they had COVID. That's what they think, honestly. But um, they weren't like incessantly coughing or anything, yeah. really. So I just remember the like, I, I was going to like the narrative around the time before COVID like really was in the United States or before we knew it was, was that it was like a really bad flu season. Yeah. Um, because. My one of my friends, like in late February, had a really bad flu. Mm -hmm. Um, and around that same time, uh, one of my coworkers had a really bad flu, and I sat right next to them. Okay. Uh, and I I didn't get sick, and I was like at that friend's house. I obviously sat right next to that coworker, and I never ended up getting sick. But I'm I'm curious if uh if either of them had the flu. I know uh, my friend went to like the hospital, and they like tested him. Mm -hmm. uh for like the flu and like i i think it's what he ended up actually having but i can't remember yeah can't. the but. only reason i brought up the flu thing in general was that while kyle was sick at one point he thought his friend was here oh like, really he just, he just thought his friend dick was here and he was like why are you talking to dick outside and i was like dick's not here kyle and he was like he's out there i know he is and i was like <laughs> i'll have what he's having <laughs> yeah. dude it's that... been a while it reminds me a little bit of uh, a few, uh, like a month or so ago, maybe a little longer, I think, at this point. Uh, my grandmother, like, had fallen um, because she was, she's sick, uh, what I, or she was sick. Essentially, she was, like, hallucinating. Mm -hmm. um, and I, like, went over there uh, to bring her dinner one night, She and, like, whatever. But she had kept saying, 
that Donald Trump was in the room with her and oh. that her and Donald Trump had been in Boston all day uh, because there was an event that they had to go to and it was right around the time of the inauguration. So I think she was like hallucinating that she had went to the, inaug- or not the inauguration, the, um, the impeachment trial. So I think she was like hallucinating that she had went to the impeachment trial with Donald Trump. And, or uh, Trump left the White House in his helicopter and went to your grandma's house. <laughs> and was like, we need to go to Boston right now. That was, we need that, to hang out with this 70, or sorry, 80-year-old woman at this point. Hey, he's getting there. Yeah. I wonder what he's doing right now. Uh, probably drinking Coke. Yeah. Did you see how he sent out like a letter on Easter? What, to boycott Coke? No, just like you, he's done a couple of these where it's like, I don't know oh, where yeah. they get distributed, but they always just end up on Twitter. Obviously. Yes, I, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, and he was just like, happy Easter to everyone. That inc- includes the the crazy leftists or something like that. <laughs> it's like, bro. Dude, there was a, um, there like was a thing where he was saying that everyone should boycott Coke since they were supporting the MLB moving uh, the All-Star game out of Georgia. And they moved it out of Georgia because of the voting law that just passed there. Whatever, we don't have to dive into that. Um, but essentially, I, what I, I saw on Twitter, a picture of him sitting at a desk. I assumed it was from I oh, think it was he had from a Coke recently. Over in the corner. Yeah, there was like a Coke oh, you could see a glass Coke bottle like hidden behind the phone. Yeah, you can't It's pretty funny. He can't knock the Mexican Cokes. Nope. That's just too much for me. Like once you once you've gone that down that rabbit hole, it's just mm-hmm. the, the flavor, Eric. <laughs> um that's a good transition. Should, should we <laughs> should we talk more about things that people that listen to this podcast would want to hear about? AKA um, Nick. Yeah, and it's funny actually is that I submitted questions for the first time in a while for this week and and one of all right, well, you just added one, so it's, it's cool. a question for me. But Nick did ask a question, so we'll get oh, he to did. that. Um cool. well, first of all, I feel like we can do this like organization-wise. I feel like a lot of times we go into what we've been playing right away. I feel yeah. like maybe it's a good idea to be like, here's what we're going to talk about after that first. Like, you know? Yeah, that's like probably say, a good idea. Just a good, like, hit today. Where a little you... teaser. So, first of all, because we were supposed to record, like, last week, and I had, I had a lot of schoolwork. Yeah, we were supposed like to record that. the week before that, and I was wrong about the day that King Kong vs. Godzilla came out. Oh, yeah, that's that's right. So, <laughs> all around, we were, we were having some some poor scheduling, but... I mean, yeah. I'm probably going to edit this tomorrow and post it, so it cool. won't be like a week missed. But um, uh, so back then we had originally planned we're just gonna we're gonna t- discuss the Snyder Cut. We're gonna yep. talk spoilers. Yeah, and give it a little bit of a review, and then I mean, uh, uh, potentially some spoilers uh, for King Kong vs Godzilla as well. We we're we're planning on talking about that. Well, so edition. what I was gonna say, I was gonna set up is that when I texted you last night and said I could now watch the whole movie, probably. Mm-hmm. I didn't. So we're going to talk Good. about Godzilla versus Kong from the perspective of someone that watched the whole movie, as well as the perspective of someone that watched the first scene that they fight and then the second scene they fight till the end. Honestly, those are the important parts. Yeah. <laughs> Minimize the amount of Millie Bobby Brown yeah. I had to watch. Dude, like, I don't know if I'm just a dick or what, but I feel like Millie Bobby Brown isn't that good of an actor. No, she really isn't. Okay, so it's not she just isn't. me. <laughs> she isn't. You really start to think about the fact that her role in Stranger Things involves minimal speaking. Yeah. Like, and just like when she's talking, like, I just feel like I'm watching someone talk and yeah. like that they're not really. I just don't feel like she, she's. Yeah, I just, I'm not really convinced by her performances, I guess. 
Yeah. And I don't really, it's not really believable to me that she's core to the story of Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> she's not. It's kind of where I, I have to, the buck has to stop. <laughs> but anyways, that's what we will be talking about. We got some questions about that, that we asked for from my Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in t- in, uh, in t- before then, what have you been playing, Eric? I see we do have something We've in common that we can talk about here. first. Yeah. So I guess we can dive into that first. Yeah, a good let's do it. Procrastination sensation classic, and that's Avengers. Avengers. So yeah. you got back into it. Mm-hmm. How long had it been since you played it before then? Ooh. Like the month of release, probably. Okay, because I played it probably once a week, if not once every other week for a while, and then played it for like a good week and a half straight when Kate Bishop came out. Okay. And then, obviously, the main reason, because I'm assuming you came back around for Hawkeye, because you're a big stan. Yes. Um, uh, honestly, I had never, the reason I played it was because I had never uninstalled it, and the yeah. two people who I played it with were in Discord playing it, so I just decided to join them, and we just played for a few hours. Like, I had a ton of fun doing it, the Hawkeye DLC, I'm gonna be honest, I wasn't paying much attention to, like, the story of it, but it was fun to just, like, hang out and, like, just fucking beat the shit out of some robots um for the hawkeye campaign can you do that multiplayer um i think we were doing that hawkeye campaign so yeah i think okay. so yeah the story really doesn't matter <laughs> yeah no i didn't think so um it's like fine it's also stuff that's set up in the kate bishop campaign but yep um the main reason i was excited to come back around too was that because like i said i've been playing it i probably would do a few missions like once a week or something Mm-hmm. Like kind of like fuck around, but they did the next gen update. Ooh, that's right. So that made the experience like infinitely better. Because to begin with, I was playing on PS4 Pro, so I think at the time, like early on, we would talk about it a lot more. I mentioned that it would like the frame rate wouldn't really like stick to sixty. Like it'd be sixty if you're doing nothing, but you would feel it dipping down to the forties yeah. maybe. But I was excited because they like they had promised that it would just be like steady sixty pretty much, which they delivered on and then also the stuff with the uh the triggers on the ps5 dual sense oh, haptic controller. feedback or whatever well there's the haptic feedback which is just like kind of like the shit in the joy cons which is like oh, okay. how it vibrates it can do like gotcha gotcha kind of more like individual feeling than just adaptive like vi- triggers is that is that the word the buzzword i'm looking for yeah so that's the one where it's like the triggers can be like harder to pull down mm-hmm. they can do that and they Use it honestly way better than I thought they would. Yeah, I feel like using that for a bow is probably like per- the perfect use for that. Yeah, which like I did note in my in the doc here that they use it like particularly. I mean, they use it well with all of them. I mean, Hulk, there's not really because it's all basically based on your range attacks because that's all mm-hmm. you use the triggers for. But um, so like someone like Hulk, it doesn't really matter. But Hawkeye, like. The le- the aiming trigger like will kind of like pulse like you kind of feel it let up a little bit when you have like his charge shot ready. Yeah. But then also it's kind of like hard to explain. But when you launch the arrows, you almost feel like the like it's kind of like a but it kind of feeling like with the trigger like the way it like buckles underneath your finger. Yeah, just like almost like feeling like the the bow like in your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really cool. That is cool. And then also I noticed with Thor, they just make it so it's like really hard to pull down when you're throwing Mjolnir. <laughs> and that's kind of awesome. <laughs> um, but, and then also like the load times are insanely faster than on last gen. 
Because yeah, you know, when you're like loading up a mission, like you sit there and you listen to like them talking or whatever, and the, the boys, the gang, they're all just sitting there in a hell, hell, uh, what the fuck, the Quinjets or whatever. Yep. They like actually have the option that it loads before it's done. Because it would used to be like they would oh, talk. Really? They would they'd be done talking, then you'd still have like a little bit of loading. Mm-hmm. And they now like give you the option once it's unloading just to skip it, and I just mash that every time because like, I don't yeah. give a fuck what they're talking about. Jarvis is like, oh, there's Inhumans here, and we care. <laughs> And we have to save them. Yeah, but I didn't, like, I enjoyed, as far as, like, did you play as Kate Bishop at all? I didn't. My friend was playing as Kate Bishop, so, um, and I didn't play as Hawkeye either. Wow. <laughs> I just, I ran around as Cap. I'm a big fan of Cap. Cap is really fun, because I didn't, yeah. I played a lot as Kate Bishop when she came out, and I did the same with Hawkeye, and then I was like, I'll go fuck around and do some of these, like, more these newer areas or different mission types they've added. And, and Cap's, Cap might be, like, the sleeper pick for being, like, I feel like a underrated, fun character. Yeah, yeah I think I think that Cap was one of my favorites when I was playing the story. I think him and Thor were, were really fun. Uh, I like, I'd say Iron Man was probably, like, a close, a close third for me. Yeah. I, like, made my Thor just, like, broken. Yeah, my buddy was, like, power like like a hundred or something with like with thor and he was running around as him and i was like oh my god like this and i was i was i had only done the campaign basically so i was like 20 yeah <laughs> so i don't I even lo- like do melee attacks with him i just th- whip the hammer at people yeah that's, that's, that's all you have to do yeah i was like i never he even was hit just square triangle dude i would just be beating a guy up and then mjolnir would just come out of nowhere and finish him and i was that's like you like, gotta be kidding me with this let me play the game yeah because when it uh, when I started getting into it again with the PS5 version, I had Kyle re-download and we played a little bit and I would, yeah. Kyle was like level one level, <laughs> like for both character level and then power level for like all yeah. the characters. So he's like a level one Iron Man. And then I'm like a character level, like 39 Thor with like a power level of like 120 something. Yeah, and that's I would basically just, what my buddy was. And they just like scale everything to the lowest common denominator instead of like individual individually balancing it towards each yeah. player so i literally just whip my hammer into a big group of enemies and they're all just dead <laughs> <laughs> and it's satisfying but um uh, i don't know if we because i'm trying to remember from the last time we actually recorded because we might have honestly i think you were right that i think it's been like three weeks since we've actually yeah. recorded because it's been two weeks since an episode but i think we recorded the week before so i don't think we talked it's about been a long time since we talked yeah, I don't think we talked at all about the announcements for, like, what's coming next for the Avengers. Like, are you familiar no, at all? No, I have no idea. So they announced they did one of their, like, live stream. Or I think it was during the Square Enix, like, direct-style thing they did, mm-hmm. like, a few weeks oh, ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Where they didn't really announce too much for other games. Like, they did talk, because it was, like, soon before Outriders came out, so they did talk about that for a while. Right. And, um... They were like, hey, it's the 25th anniversary of Tomb Raider. So to celebrate, we just bundled the three new games, like yep. recent ones. They're not like a next-gen port with enhancements. They just bundled them for one mm-hmm. price. And we made a Laura Croft cookbook. Because how do we celebrate one of the most famous vid- female <laughs> video game characters of all time? You can cook. That's a little tone deaf. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but... The highlight of that for me was when they talked to Avengers because they were like, hey, because it was the day Hawkeye came out, actually, I think. And I was yeah. like, oh, they're probably just going to be like Hawkeye's out today and that's it. But they detailed some stuff coming up and it was like a lot of like event based stuff. There's like patrol type missions, which 
must be a thing in like destiny i think like those yeah. types of games of service where they're like huge open areas where you don't like you know there's open areas in avengers but like you have a you have a mission like you'll yeah. do a quest there and then there's like little side things you can do it's like areas you just spawn into mm-hmm. and you can find quests around there so they yeah, i guess they doing find stuff to do yeah so they're doing that soon but then the big announcement was the next character is black panther oh i didn't see that he's voiced by the dude as far as well, this is kratos right yeah and um and then also like with him instead of because for kate bishop and hawkeye it's like mini campaigns that only take like an hour and a half i think really to beat two hours maybe yeah I mean, it's probably two to three hours realistically but um those are just considered like little one-off things but they said that with black panther comes like the first major expansion that's awesome so i'm excited that they're actually going to be able to get that out yeah hopefully before the game dies um they did just put it on playstation now there were i was gonna say there were rumors that it was gonna become a free-to-play game so i don't know if they'll go that far but i i wouldn't be surprised if in the next week or two it's announced for game pass yeah because it was announced for playstation now which you can download ps4 games on that so like you're not Mm -hmm. just streaming it but i'd imagine it's coming to game pass soon but dude i like this is going to be a little off topic, but uh, the, ga- the value coming to Game Pass lately has just, like, blown me away. Yeah. Like, and uh, excited that I'm a subscriber. Yeah, that's why I'm going to try to get a Series X relatively yeah. soon. Um, the Series S was available on GameStop today. I saw GameStop was trending, and it was because they had PS5s mostly, and then they had some Xbox Series S's as well. Oh, All I the want- PS5s were sold out, like, an hour later. And I was able to just go in and purchase an Xbox Series S if I wanted to. Oh, but I want the obelisk. Oh yeah, I want the, the I want is... the menacing. I don't want the little re uh, smaller Xbox One S. I want that With tower like a stereo on top of it. Yeah, <laughs> I want the big boy, and uh, I'll probably get one eventually. And then I think this is probably after the last time we recorded. But my sister who I've said before works at Microsoft, just like text me one day and just said, what's game pass. <laughs> she's like, they just talk about it all the time. And then she told me that she just gets it for free. Oh my so, God. So you're just gonna... so if I So if I, once <laughs> she buys me one with a discount, cause I'm obviously going to pay her for it. She's yeah. just going to hook me up with free game pass. And I won't have to ever spend a, another oh cent on Xbox. Oh my God. That is. <laughs> and I got some 360 discs still and random Xbox one yeah. games that I have. So I can play Portal 2. <laughs> Ooh. I got these random games, and I can, can get Skyrim 2 when it comes out. We can eventually do some uh, some sacred, or sacred, some fucking uh, procrastination sensation Let's Plays. Oh, yeah, that we couldn't do already because we both have PlayStations. But, Shh. Um, Don't use that. But I guess we can, before we go into <laughs> the rest of the stuff we, we uh, have been playing, etc., uh, yeah, we should uh, also. I wanted to point out. No, before we go on to the next thing, ahead. talking about Xbox and Game Pass, I'd like to talk about the how hilarious it is that yes, day and day coming going. to Game yes. Pass on four twenty yes. is MLB The Show twenty one. I love it, dude. I think I texted you this, but it's yeah. really funny to me that like Xbox was in such a desperate place, like I'll, I'll, I don't know around the launch of the Xbox One. That they were considering putting the Master Chief Collection on PlayStation. Yeah. And now PlayStation is just being forced to put MLB The Show onto Game Pass. Well, so they because... probably paid them a fuck ton of money for that. Oh, absolutely. Is how but... it worked. It's like they paid them like a huge lump sum. Yeah. But it's like, definitely we'll take like, your money. The MLB was definitely like 
like, fuck you, we're putting this on Game Pass. We don't care what you say, Sony. Yeah. And Sony was like, okay, we'll keep making the game. Yeah. But also, they get a huge payday. Yeah. So, so it's kind of like a win-win for both sides. But yeah, absolutely. I don't mean to get, like, because I am definitely more biased towards PlayStation, obviously. But And I think it's obvious that I, I am towards Xbox. Yeah, I've been thinking about this, and I, and I never, like, like, looked at a lot of Xbox's moves as, like, side... I know what you were saying with, like, the the kind of the narrative... Or kind of, yeah. I never viewed a lot of their things as desperate. Like, yeah. like the Game Pass stuff, I viewed as like that's cool. They're like doing making moves that you would only make if you're not in the right. lead, and it's pushing exactly. stuff forward. However, now that the Bethesda acquisition is done, and that's all, and they basically have, they're still being cagey around what's going to be exclusive or not. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard, but there's more rumors circling around that they're like not done buying shit. And I, yeah. I something about it to me. Like, and again, I want to preface this by saying I am definitely way, sway more towards PlayStation. There's, like, an energy I get that, like, it almost feels, like, monopolistic in a way. Yeah, no, I that get I'm that. That I'm kind of getting, like, worried about. Because Bethesda the, was, like, huge, and then they're, like, thinking about buying Sega. And they also were in talks to buy Discord for $10 billion, Yeah, it's, like, kind of shit that crazy. I'm, like, I, I get that they, because they're part of Microsoft, so they have the money and stuff. But yeah. it's like, and everyone, people bring up like PlayStation and stuff, like buying studios. But I can't think of a time like because Bethesda is like a big deal in terms yeah. of like a uh, publisher and platform manufacturer buying another publisher, basically. Yeah. Like it, it'd be like buying Ubisoft. Yeah, and so like it's basically when, the same thing. When PlayStation finally bought Insomniac, like almost two years ago, like that feels like it's like oh, it makes sense. Like, they yeah. bought a studio that has made a lot of exclusives for them, and they have that relationship. And I, there's something about yeah. Xbox buying Bethesda as a whole, and then being like, we're not done, that I'm like, I get like a weird, almost like... I will I will say in the early, and I, I'm pretty much in agreement here with you, um, but I, I will say in the early days of Bethesda and Xbox, um, a lot of Bethesda, the Bethesda games, at least for console, were exclusive to Xbox yeah. in those early days. It's obviously changed since then. Um, so you could say that maybe they had a similar relationship to what Insomniac was with Sony when they bought them. Um, but it's also it's like a huge umbrella of like yeah. the developers of a lot of It's huge a shit ton series. of IP. Because like you got Fallout, yeah. Skyrim, like Wolfenstein, Doom, like these games have been huge, Prey, Dishonored, like I don't know. If they bought yeah. Sega too, like imagine fucking Sonic the Hedgehog would be owned by Xbox. Yeah, but you guys get Spider-Man. That's true. <laughs> that's like the only thing like i i always like see people you get spider-man online. in the avengers game <laughs> yeah well just like the, even the games in general but i always see people complain about it online and to me yeah. i'm always like i guess i've just never thought about it that that does suck yeah but i don't know that's that's just something i'm like fearful of because i'm like where do they end are they literally just gonna be like we're gonna bu- just keep buying big publishers until i, know. I don't know until it's they own worrisome, it all but because like, I kind of get, like, Disney vibes from it, if that makes sense. I understand it, yeah. Like, I get totally. that, like, like first it was, like, them buying Marvel. And yeah, then, I, I think it's jumping the gun a little bit. Yeah. Like, where uh, it's, like, going from Marvel and then being, like, we're going to buy Star Wars now. And I get that's not a good, like, com- and then they direct comparison. <laughs> yeah, like, it's kind of, like, where does it stop? Yeah, there's, until like... Until you're, like... Yeah, Disney is, like, the... Is one of, like, what, like, three companies that, like... In, that exist in like the film space now, like, yeah. at, least, at least like three big ones. 
Yeah. It's fucked up. So. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I see you've been playing Outriders. Yes. Um, I'm enjoying Outriders quite a bit. So I'm, um, I'm going to ask, I'm assuming, are you playing it on Xbox? I am playing it on Xbox. Because yeah, it's only on, on console Game Pass. Game Pass, right? Yeah. Finally got an excuse to use my Xbox, which Good. is nice. Uh, going to be using it again on 420. Uh, yeah. For MLB The Show. Uh, but I am really enjoying what um what outriders is it's basically like the division meets gears of war um like it has like the division style of like looting and just like i guess progression Mm -hmm. um one thing that kind of has annoyed me about that so far is the um the game can't pause because you're always connected to the internet yeah so if you try and pause you're basically just going to be stood there getting shot which is kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the reason I compared it to Gears is I'm pretty sure there were some Gears devs that worked on it. Yes, people can that fly. That worked on Judgment. Which I think, yeah, they made Judgment. Yeah. Um, and it was, it, like, it, the combat is very similar. Like, the cover system, like, you hold A to, like, run up to cover and you, like, peek over cover. And, like, just, like, that the movement in in like combat and the cover system in combat is very gears of war mm-hmm. uh and then also like just people dying like they explode when they die which is very gears of war like there's yeah. just like pools of blood in the air once like as soon as someone dies like headshots are really gory um so yeah it's it's very very gears of war in that sense mm-hmm. um i highly... played the demo for like maybe like only like 20 minutes i would recommend but... it if if you, I'd say if you can get it on Game Pass, I'd recommend it. I don't know if I would ever spend sixty dollars on it. Yeah, I'm gonna wait um, probably till it's on sale. Eventually, yeah. like, it's not like it. It's a it's a very fun game, um, but I don't think it. Like I said, it would ever be a game I'd pay full price for. Mm-hmm. That's like the um, sentiment I've kind of seen online a lot. Yeah, it's but. yeah, it's it's very very fun so far. Interesting, interesting. So, I got um. I finished up Devil May Cry 5, which mm-hmm. I've mentioned before is like one of my favorite games from last gen. Um, yep. But they had the PS5 version that came out at launch, and I bought it a little bit after the fact. And I think I probably played it for like three, four hours. It's like a 15 hour game. But okay. now we're at a point where there's like nothing really coming out in gotcha. the next foreseeable future. So I was like, oh, and I kind of just casually like, Redownloaded it and started playing it. I think like two days ago, and then just finished it again this morning. <laughs> like, wow, that game's just so Ran good. Through it. Yeah, it's just like the most like stylish action, like kind of like hack and slashy, but nuanced kind of like combat game. But yeah, and it's just got the weird ass Japanese humor. Mm-hmm. Like I got to the part last night where I probably told you about it before, where someone just gives Dante, who's like the main character, like a fedora. And he just dances oh, like really? Michael Jackson for like a minute. And he makes like the Michael Jackson sounds. And then he just cuts to back to normal and they act like that wasn't weird. But then that weapon fucking sucks. Because <laughs> he uses a weapon, <laughs> the hat. Really? <laughs> it's a ranged, he throws it at people. It's like a ranged weapon. But just so, it's awesome. Like you get that. One of his other weapons is literally a motorcycle that he rips in half. And uses as like big like punching gloves with saws on the ends. Yeah. It's awesome. That seems like a really fun game. Just like 
like weird weapons and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's like the the plot like like it's the fifth one, and uh, so I have no idea. As someone who only played the reboot one, that's just called DMC. Yeah, from like 2013, and I like that one, but like fans of the franchise were like, "Oh, it's a reboot. We hate it." Yep. So that being the only one that I played, this this one continues from like the fourth one. So I have no fucking clue anything about the story, but it's still just like cool. Like, you yeah. don't, like they treat it like you like it's cool to have be invested in the whole franchise and know the story. But they probably knew there'd be a lot of new people playing it. So it's like right. you're just like these dudes are just badass and they're killing demons and they don't even care. <laughs> like a just giant demon <laughs> will show up and like they're just like so ambivalent towards it. Yeah. Um. So I had a lot of fun with that. And I probably there's they added for the PS5 version like a new character you can play through the campaign as and i like started to do it again today and i was like i'll probably take a break get back to it eventually yeah um and it's funny though is that because after i beat it this isn't on my list but something i've been thinking about that i probably will talk about next time is that i kind of feel like replaying days gone because it's 60 fps on ps5 which it has been since launch yeah but i just thought i'd make note of that that i almost want to do that today and then play a different game it just came out today that's on my list, but do you want to go to your next game? Yeah, I'll jump. I um, uh, I think last week I was just kind of bored, so I uh, downloaded from my Game Pass slash EA Play subscription, which has just recently come to PC. Um, I was able to uh, just download Plants vs. Zombies and just run through that a little bit. Um, I honestly, I, pl- I played a couple hours. I got, I feel like I got pretty far into the game. I was I was at like nighttime in the backyard with like the pools. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember how much of the game is there is after that, but I I I played through the entire game a long time ago, back when it um back when it was on like iOS and Xbox 360. I think I played it on my iPhone in like fucking study hall in high school or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's fun. It's just you know it's Plants for Zombies if you've played it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I had a little fun doing that last week when I was bored. Uh, not really much to say there, though. That is a classic, though. I used to oh, yeah. play those, like... I played the original one on Vita, actually. Really? <laughs> a lot, yeah. Because you could get it on your phone, but I was like, or I could get trophies. <laughs> and I played it on there, but... I may have played it on my 360 as well as, like, iOS. I can't really remember. I'll, I'll, the other thing I remember about that, other than the Garden Warfare franchise which yes. i have a lot i think is very fun it was that the second plants vs zombies like the f- like proper plants vs zombies was like actually like really good <laughs> i didn't play that one that was one where you could like upgrade your plants like on the fly and they all had like mega forms basically and it was just really? like dope and i remember at the beginning because it was free and mm-hmm. there was like microtransaction shit that right when it came out was pretty like egregious but it was one of the oh, ones right when it back came when out. EA did that with all of their games. Yeah, and just like mobile games in general, where it yeah. had that type of um style, where it would be like after you played like four levels, it's like you gotta wait for it to recharge or spend a dollar. I can't believe that that shit happened. I for specifically like, remember stuff like um like Clash of Clans, where you it would have you you're like building a base, and it would have you like oh you have like start building this thing. Uh, you can't do anything else until it's done, and it's gonna take twenty four hours, or pay twenty dollars and get it to be done instantly. That's why I never played that game, like yeah. any of the Clash of Clans. 
Yeah, I never played any of them either. Yeah. I always just like saw people playing it. I was like, that looks dumb. <laughs> yep. You're spending so much money on it. But that's neither here nor there. No, it is <laughs> um, not. So for my next game, which I played for like a good amount, was um so there's the new Ratchet and Clank game comes out in June. Yeah. And it really hit me. Like I when they announced that, I was wicked excited. Like it's kind of come out almost a year. If not, I think it's almost like to the day around then from when they announced at that first PS5 event where they showed what they consoles looked like. Was that the first time they had showed it? That cuz that was last summer, right? Yeah, it was like in June. It was one the one yeah. the one that ended with them showing like two models of the consoles and how much they cost. But I don't think they gave the release date yet at that point now. But um yeah, that was the first time they showed it and I was excited cuz it was okay. like pretty clear there would be one around launch cuz they like we had said they had bought Insomniac like a year before that. Yep. But so like Ratchet and Clank is like I'm a I'm a PS2 kid. Like that was my first console, and so the the three kind of mascots of that console are always going to be like my favorite franchises. Primarily Sly Cooper, but then Ratchet and Clank is like the only one that they still make, so that kind of almost takes first place. And then Jack and Daxter, but I've played every Ratchet and Clank game if I had the console that it was on right when it came out, and I wasn't really thinking about like I was excited about it, and it hit me. Yeah recently that i was like oh fuck there's a new ratchet and clank game that came out and the fact that the last one came out i think again this is almost to the day i think i'm trying to mm-hmm. remember it's like five years ago and even that was a tie-in to the the movie that i still refuse to see yeah. um and so it was basically a remake of the first game and so that being five years ago before that it was even like four or five more years since it was the last like original ratchet and clank game so I was like, mm-hmm. it kind of hit me that it's like been like a decade since like a brand new, not remake or anything, Ratchet and Clank. So I was getting excited and I was like, I'll re-download the PS4 one and start playing it again. And then just randomly one day Insomniac tweeted and said, because also it's like, I don't know if it is anymore, but for a it's while not. it was free. Okay. Where it was just free to everyone. Yeah. But, I, d- I went on and downloaded it the last day it was available. Okay. Because um, they tweeted one day, it was like March 30th and they were like, hey, uh, next, some point in April, we're going to put out a patch for, uh, Ratchet and Clank, where even though it's, there's no, like, next-gen version, they've done this with a few games, like I said, Days Gone, where they patch it, where it's able to tell that you're on a PS5 and, like, cap the frame rate at 60 now, and they're like, that's yep. going to come someday, uh, some point in April, like, one day, and, and then, then just the next, like the next day, day, they just tweeted yeah. on yep. March 31st, <laughs> and they're yeah. like, surprise, <laughs> it's out, and so I just completely replayed that whole game. And I'm going to try to platinum it, um, which I probably could, and I'll probably do that. I'm definitely going to have that done before it comes out. But that game's just still like, yeah. so you downloaded it, right? Yep. And I, I want to play it, uh, but I'll, it'll probably take me a while to get to it. Yeah, it is. It's such a good game. The only thing you have to deal yeah, with is really that good things. Uh, because it's a movie tie-in, um, there's certain characters from the movie that were unique like weren't in the original game in it which includes bella thorne's character oh and i don't think i've ever heard a voice acting performance any worse than that in a video game than bella thorne's performance (laughs) in this game i have played so many games in my life i've played so many like lower budget games that you're like oh it shows knack and hey fuck you take it back no, I won't. Okay. Well, I've played so many games, and even ones that people are like, oh, the voice acting in this game 
is genuinely terrible, but like it's that someone's still like acting, but they're just not doing a good job of acting, if that makes sense. Bella Thorne oh, like is Bobby just Brown. like Yeah. <laughs> Bella Thorne is just reading what's on the sheet in front of her, and it is so clear. If you only listen to this episode of the podcast, I imagine that you would assume we are really sexist. Yeah, that's kind of seems like the energy going right now, but it's yeah. not. I'm sorry, but Bella Thorne, it like is it's not even like if you had lines memorized, but still need to read them, so you could kind of read them in your own voice. It's like when you're just trying to blanket first fresh, just read of it. Like you know what I mean, like. You're just trying to read it as it appears to you, and it is so distracting. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever she's in a level, you'll when you eventually play it, you'll know, because it's literally there's parts where like, they're you're you're storming a base, and she's like, Ratchet, there's people, they're coming at us. I'll I'll tell you one <laughs> to fire. <laughs> they're coming around the back, Ratchet. It's and very it's like, like monotone almost. And it's like, and you also like you have to understand is that you have Clank, which is the robot that sits near back, and he has a pretty like straightforward voice acting performance, and he even puts more emotion in it than her. <laughs> and that's not even like the character she's going for. She's supposed to be like some commando, like galactic, like soldier, like some hardo. <laughs> yeah, and it's like just so bizarre. Mm. <laughs> which it's funny. The only other big name actor because they use for some cutscenes clips from the movie. And so I think yeah. in the actual in-game version, so, and this is the thing unique to Bella Thorne is that in the cutscenes from the movie, she's in it, but then in-game, it's they still got her to come in voice for the game. Like, there's some actors that were, like, bigger actors that they only have their... Not for the movie. Yeah, they're only in the movie, and then if they're in the game, it's, like, a different voice actor kind of doing mm-hmm. an impression. So you get from two of the cuts or some of the cutscenes, two other characters. You get one that's voiced by Paul Giamatti... <laughs> Oh my god. But then in game isn't voiced by him. And then that's not all. In so, in a few cutscenes, you get a character voiced by Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> and it's not even like they tried to get a guy that sounds like him for the game. It's just a completely different performance and like take on the character. So for it's like one, be a little off putting. So for one cutscene in the game, you get Sylvester Stallone. That's it. <laughs> but other than that distracting performance of Bellathorn, the game still is fucking awesome. And even like playing it not at 60 fps because that's how i played it a fuck ton originally mm-hmm. that was kind of what like kickstarted me going back to it so i still recommend it even at 30 fps that game just looks so good yeah like it like looks like you're playing a pixar movie and then, um yeah so i was gonna say uh we sh- we're we probably want some time to talk about kong and the snyder cut do we maybe want to do one more game each and then jump into those yeah that's all I really cool. have anyway, so. Yeah, I've got, um, I have Stardew Valley on my list, but I don't, I can just hop over that. Um, yeah. And then I, Madden 21 is just a game I'm always playing, mm-hmm. so I'm going to skip over that as well. Uh, last game I want to talk about is um, uh, For the King. I don't know if you've heard of it. No. It is a tabletop RPG that is also a roguelike. Okay. Um, do you play many roguelikes? Like, uh, in video games? or Yeah. Because I don't really play any, if all, that many, like, board games or tabletop games, but I've played some roguelikes. I'm familiar with what it means, like... Okay, cool. So, yeah, um, it's, like, a so, it's on Game Pass. It is essentially, like, almost like a D&D game, I guess, in a way. Um, 
But essentially what you're doing is you're just, like, traveling around this world. Like, you get a movement speed at the beginning of a turn, and then there's, like, monsters spread out throughout, like, the table that you're essentially playing on. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, like, you fight monsters, you have to... um, You have, like, a main quest that you're doing, but um, essentially you get, like, three lives, and it's it's a co-op game, so I was playing it co-op. Um, and so if you die three times, the game just ends and you have to completely restart from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, you can like get, you can gain additional lives and whatnot. Um, there's also like something in the game called chaos. And if you get three chaos, the game will just end. So like you have to like be balancing a bunch of things at once. Um, while also trying to like do this main quest. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you've ever played it. Um, but there was this game that I played, uh, oh my god, what is it called? Is it a video game or a A video game. Okay. Um, it's called, I have here, where the hell is it? Oh, Darkest Dungeon. I haven't played it, but I know, I've I've heard a lot about it, like, seen Basically, like, the combat is basically just Darkest Dungeon. It's, like, a turn-based combat, uh, where, where, like, you, essentially, at the beginning, you choose a class, and, like, each class has different abilities and, like, different weapons that they use. And, like, there's, like, a talent skill for what is basically a bard. So, like, mm-hmm. they're, like, magic, uh, like, attacks with, like, the guitars that they have. Or the loot uh, is, like, more effective. And then, of course, like, there's a, basically a barbarian who just has strength. Um, and so, yeah, you basically just go along trying to kill things and, and, uh, and finish that main quest. Uh, as you, like, kind of clear out dungeons as well. Um, I'm enjoying, I was enjoying playing it a lot. Um, I was playing it. A bunch up until Outriders came out, mm-hmm. and then Outriders kind of took its place. Gotcha. So that sounds interesting, though. Sounds it is. It's fun. I haven't played that many like roguelike games, but yeah, I've played a little Spelunky. Spelunky is very fun. Dan is very. Do you know Dan? My uh, my dear Dan, Dan Cleary. Cleary is like number one in the world <laughs> in, Spelunky in Spelunky too, really? or something on like the P- on PlayStation. He's like the number one. He played. He always. I I bought it and played one night with him for like an hour and i was so confused but he was like wicked in the first one and when the second one came out he played it so yeah i think he still plays it like so religiously and he's like yeah he's like number one or something on the leaderboards Dude, i have a friend who's super into spelunky as well mm-hmm. just funny enough his name is also dan um it's genetic it must be um he like he bought a gaming pc like a you know a pretty expensive gaming pc mm-hmm and for a long time, the t- the only two games he played on it were Spelunky 2 and Hearthstone. Like, the two easiest games to run on a gaming PC. Yeah. Like, they don't, require, they don't require much at all. Yeah. And he just spent, you know, a bunch of money on this PC and is playing those games. I mean, all I played on mine when I had one was Skyrim and Overwatch. Yeah, but Skyrim and Overwatch are, you know, more tough to run than, than those two. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> I can run them on my Surface Pro, like, <laughs> book, but they're not, they don't... The frame rate is not good, obviously, but um, you should play sometime. Yeah, <laughs> do, I, I don't know why Overwatch isn't just cross play. Honestly, yeah, I, I get be. it with PC, but they do it with COD though, so I feel like it's fine. They could definitely do it. The I believe the way that COD does it is that you're separated. If so you're using essentially, controller, right? Yeah, so if you're using controller, you're separated into a lobby with only people using controller. Oh, okay. But if one person in your party is using mouse and keyboard, you're going to be in a lobby with mouse and keyboard and controller. Oh, that's awesome. So, so you can just get fucked. Yeah, basically. Um, 
but the only other so the only other game uh that i and i didn't start playing until today because it just came out is odd were odd world soul storm which uh i don't know if you've played any odd world games before i have not they're kind of like weird to like they're 2d platformers but they're that like 2.5d where it's like 3d mm-hmm. models and, and sometimes you'll like go around like the this the uh no matter what, it's always a 2D platform, but you'll, like, follow go- at the edge of the screen. It, like, curves around. You're, like, going up a cliff or something, and then you can see the level behind you is now, like, straight ahead. If that makes sense, like, you'll go around. Right. like a So it kind of, like, perspective stuff. But um, I played one of them that they ported to the Vita at one point, and they're, like, really, like, inspired, like, unique, like, style and world. And I can't say too much about it yet. I probably played it for, like, two hours, but it's... It gets just really hard right away. Really? <laughs> yeah, like after like the you're still in like tutorial basically areas, and it get it, there's one like encounter area with a ton of enemies because you kind of have to like stealth your way around some enemies. Like you can't really yep. take you don't really like attack. It's kind of weird. But I just had to do this part over and over like twenty deaths maybe. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Luckily there are plenty of checkpoints, but then I got past it and it's still challenging but it's like fun like it's satisfying so uh-huh. um i'll probably have more to say about it next week but it like i said it was it's ps plus for yeah, ps5 right now i remember seeing a couple trailers for it yeah they I were during all was, the playstation direct yeah things. i i um i remember being interested in it and if i i if i had a ps5 i would go and claim it but you don't yeah, i don't <laughs> um, i don't have a ps5 yeah, so that's that's all really I have to say about it. But the only other thing I wanted to say quickly before I move on is that I started watching Invincible, which is that uh, it's on Prime. It's like an animated oh. show. It's based off of a comic written by the guy that wrote The Walking Dead. Oh, did I? Uh, is I think I may have been I may have started to see stuff for this. Yeah, it's been promoted a lot recently. It's like a superhero type thing, but it's like very. It's like mat- very mature rated, and you might think like, "Oh, isn't that just like the boys?" But in some ways, because it, obviously it's animated, but mm-hmm. in some ways it's similar. But it's it's not like it doesn't feel like it's like oversaturated for two Amazon originals to be like, "Oh, this is the same thing, but just animated." Yeah, uh, it's really good so far. There's four episodes, and the voice cast is like insane. Is uh, I just looked it up. Is Steven Yeun? He's the main he... character, and then yeah. J.K. Simmons is his dad. Oh my god! And then Sandra O. Oh, who was from Grey's Anatomy as the mom. And then there's also just like a ton of. They're like in universe. Justice League is entirely voiced by actors from The Walking Dead. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. And then that's crazy. It's like Zazie Beats is in it. Uh, like a lot of cool. What a cast. Yeah, it's really good. I like it a lot so far. And then I didn't write it down, but I'm assuming you've watched a bit too. But Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah. It's it's great. We can talk about that in another episode. Yeah, because I feel like we can talk I about like more. There's a lot it's... to say there. Yeah, we can probably wait till it's done. All right. Yeah, only th- we're I mean, halfway we have, done. You no, know, we have one question about it. If you wanna, you know, if we wanna try ask answering that question for our viewer real quick. Yeah. Oh wait. Um, it's the question. Eric I wrote. Samino wrote and said, "Would Disney get sued if they had Falcon say Falcon kick when he kicked a person? Probably not, because first of all, who's more that we have two entities." That are very yeah. protective of their properties. We have Disney mm-hmm. and Nintendo. However, yep. Disney could just buy Nintendo if they tried to sue them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they could just they like, could. oh, that's cute. And then they just like fr- flip a switch and now <laughs> they own Nintendo. Nintendo is now part of Disney. <laughs> yeah. 
And also, I don't think the phrase Falcon Kick is even remotely copyrighted, considering they haven't made an F-Zero game. <laughs> no, I don't think so. In, like, a decade and a half, so... Uh, Falcon Punch! <laughs> he has Falcon Punched a couple times. He has, He's yeah. Falcon Kicked a bit, too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was a good question from a good listener. Yeah, a good loyal f- listener. A good foolish listener. Yeah. Very fool. Uh, Stream Eric is a fool by Curse. Yes. Did you like my TikTok I made? Dude, uh, I don't know if you saw it, but while we were recording, Brandon sent a message in our our chat our Snapchat group where mm-hmm. he said like this is brilliant with the with just that that TikTok in it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> this is I just legendary. love those That's like reaction all of those like reaction uh <laughs> Dude, TikToks where was... people like make the like response and you're supposed to like i made one like a day before that that was like way more hyper specific where it was a girl i don't know if you saw it but it was a girl that's like pov you're talking to me about your guitar pedals yeah i, and I saw made that, that one too. first but then i was like it struck me when i saw um someone i follow make one for that and i was like oh. yeah dude i i laughed out loud when i first watched <laughs> I that laughed one out loud making it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, I know. Like the 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 like, casualness that you have is so funny. And also, just like I just love like after I say because the first one, uh, yeah. So we have a friend na- named Eric, and like yeah, I love how after the second oh, one where I go and he's a fool. There's like the one girl in the back that goes, "I see you, I see you." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, stream Eric is a fool by Courtesy Wave, and also yes. stream Trust You like Fauci by the Power Boys. I I'm sorry, I haven't listened to that yet. I'm gonna do that once we're done recording. Yeah, you better. It's, uh, we can listen to it together. <laughs> I'm, <done. laughs> I'm down. Um, but anyways, we have two main topics to talk about mm-hmm. to end off this episode. Um, we have, uh, first of all, we're going to, this, this one's definitely gonna be way more in depth considering that, oh, yeah. uh, we have both seen this movie in full. <laughs> yep. Um, but that's the Snyder cut. Ooh. Um, so I want to start this off by saying, what was like your viewing experience? Like, how did you, what was, do you watch it with friends? Did you, cause yeah. I guarantee I one up you, but continue. I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I watched it with a friend over discord. Okay. Um, got absolutely blasted when watching it. Oh, I remember you texting me. Yeah. And said, I don't know if it's because I'm just like shit faced right now, but uh, I think you said like this movie's awesome or something. No, I hated it. Oh, you hated it. I absolutely did not like that movie. But I think at the time. Uh, let me check. I'm actually trying to find our texts right now because I really wanted to read it. Uh, Let's see. Um, I'm going to find it. I'm Uh, looking for it. I'm. He goes. Wait. When did this okay, movie never come mind. Out? You did say you said watching the Snyder Cut very drunk. A lot to discuss in the podcast. Hope I remember it. <laughs> so that <laughs> wasn't as was. positive as. But anyway, so yeah. the, the, all right. So before we get into it, I watched it with two of my roommates, and one of my roommates is a very big DC fan. Yep. So the day leading up to when we watched, we watched it like the Saturday after it came out that night. He made mm-hmm. an entire like feast of food themed around the members Dude, of the Justice. I League. saw like what you had posted online and it looked like you guys were like prepared for it he made some like apparently in like obscure comics like i don't know how obscure it is but this isn't someone that's in the movie but apparently green arrow has like a famous chili recipe really (laughs) so he made that and then he made you know like when you can buy like cookie cutters shaped like stuff yeah he made like homemade tortilla chips made with batman symbol cookie cutter things oh my god and then he made 
I'm trying to remember. Oh, there was Aquaman logo shaped crab case. Holy shit. And then there was like two more because he had a drink that was just like, oh, fuck it. It's Cyborg. And then for Wonder Woman, I kept suggesting to him that to honor Gal Gadot, he should make something IDF themed like for the Israeli <laughs> Defense Force. And I was like, my my thing, my thing I pitched was for dessert, I, I, uh, ice cream, donuts and fudge for the IDF. But instead he made like it was basically like a Rice Krispie treat but instead made with Captain Crunch. And then it had, like, frosting on it, and then he had, like, the Wonder Woman-colored, like, M&Ms on it. Okay. So it was very powerful. So... Then we, oh, we, then, we, then we watched his, in his room with, like, a giant 4K TV with, like, surround sound. Oh, my God. So uh, what did you think of the movie? I'm gonna be honest right now, Eric. I loved it. Oh my god, Trevor. That's fucking awesome, dude. No. Ow. Did you see the original? No. Oh, fuck you. That's why. <laughs> Trevor. T- I, think, I think there's one DC movie that I've seen, like, part of, and it was Suicide Squad. Yeah, because famously, until... I used to ask you when we were roommates, what would you do, Eric, if Jared Leto's The Joker was in your closet <laughs> right now? You did ask me that. Dude, the entire last hour was just pointless. Fuck you. Like, like the, the Flash wasn't even a character. Uh, see, these are criticisms that you could make in the wrong. Because <laughs> I, I started. All right. I was going to say these are criticisms. I was about to say these are criticisms you could make if you watch the original. But then I realized, like, and that's why I pivoted to saying you're wrong. Because if you watch the original, you wouldn't make that criticism. Because what I will tell you, Eric, is that in the original... The f- you say now the Flash wasn't a character, right? No, he was not. The, in, in the like, original, everything everything about the Flash in that movie was stuff that I knew about the Flash from watching the series. I feel like, and it it was like n- there was like nothing there. There was like no depth to his character other than my dad's in jail. And it's like, well, this is something we already know about the Flash. Eric, they make reboots of Batman all the time and show that his parents get killed, but everyone knows that. Yeah, and I'm saying and also, so many people don't watch the show; they don't know that he's. But Eric, you were you cut me off though because in the original okay, movie, th- in the original movie, the Flash and Cyborg. If you're talking, they aren't even care. If the Flash isn't a character in this movie, then you should watch the original because they're <laughs> literally just there. Yeah, that's that's what I heard. The about, first scene uh, the with original. the Flash in the original is the part where Batman shows up at his hideout, and then that's wow. there's no scene of him doing the dope saving Iris. From a car. That's the, the dude that my, my roommate Kevin pointed out. We were talking about the logistics of, of Wait, how often the truck shop? drivers. Yes. When okay. truck, a truck driver dropping his burger. And then yeah. my, my roommate Kevin pointed out that lane. if she if he killed her and then they're at the court case, he'd be like, your honor, I dropped my burger and I was going down to pick <laughs> it up. <laughs> we we're talking about for some reason we just entered like. A theoretical thing where Saul Goodman is defending this man in court, and he's like, "But your <laughs> honor, he dropped his burger. I rest my case." Um, yeah. So none of that was in the original movie, okay. and also in terms of the Flash, the entire like but the entire expression of his speed force powers is non-existent in the original. Can I ask you a question about yes. that burger scene? Yeah. What the hell did that add to his character? Um, it sets up stuff. The whole problem, Eric, with it is it sets up stuff that won't exist now because the franchise has failed. 
Yeah, because they're not going to let them do a third movie. Not even, no, not just that, but they pivoted the the entire, like, future landscape of that of that franchise is is completely different than when it was when they started making that movie in 2016 yeah like they a lot of other movies should have been out by now is the whole thing the original the flash movie was going to be out by now and even Mm -hmm. then they pivoted with that that movie was going to be even though he appeared in this movie it was going to be like probably introduce the reverse flash as the main villain like it was going to be, but it's still going to be like his first. Cause like, as you saw in that movie, he's not really done superhero stuff yet. Like, yeah. Um, my, my but they pivoted thing... that movie though. I was going to say is that movie yeah. now after changing, I remember we were roommates when they were the first time Whoa. they lost a director and they have lost many directors since then. Mm-hmm. And they have pivoted that movie to being just a flashpoint movie, which are you familiar with that? Yes. Yeah. So that is basically just going to be like, that is to the Flash as Civil War was to being a Captain America movie. I felt, um, I felt very, like, ever since, like, DC has started doing, like, their movies, mm-hmm. I, it always felt to me like they were trying to play catch up with Marvel. Oh, yeah. Um, like, and they were trying to force things in to, like, create the universe. Uh, whereas with Marvel, it just kind of, at least in the beginning, it kind of tr- started to expand organically. Um, and everything with DC just feels really forced to me. They just don't um, have someone as good as Kevin Feige in charge. Yeah, and it, that's the other thing. They just don't have the right people in the right places to do that. And now, for some reason, it's the Zack Schneider show. Yeah, but I it's awesome, it. though. No. The movie is presented in a 4-3 ratio to preserve his creative... <laughs> don't even get me started. Do you know why it's like that, though? Because that's the for IMAX. creative vision. No, it's IMAX. It's because originally it was going to be an IMAX. Oh, really? Yeah. And also, he wanted... At and least there's a reason... They re- there's another version of the Snyder Cut on HBO Max now, too, because he originally wanted to just entirely be in black and white. And they so said this is no. the black and white version? Yeah, so that is even more preserving his creative vision. Oh my god, oh my god, But Eric, god, oh I'm god, telling oh god, you, oh my god. I'm telling you, I know you don't like the movie, and I'm not saying that Here's the you thing. would love it if you saw the original, but I'm saying you would, app- even the- and it also, the movie is four hours, which is a long movie, but f- you would appreciate aspects of it. There's if so much unnecessary stuff in that movie. Start There's rattle just... off some scenes that were unnecessary. Everything. No, I'm not. I'm not like critic. All right, no. F- first of all, be be logical. All right. Be... I'm not <laughs> so saying it's I... a criticism. I'm just a curious, like right. some stuff. Because I, I will. Like... I will say there are definitely scenes of the movie I enjoyed. Um, I thought the fight, uh, where they like resurrect Superman was really cool. Um, I felt like the very beginning where um the the people, oh, fuck. the the women, I don't know the hell what the hell their name are. Their names the are. Some appearance. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, when they were defending their box, uh, I felt like that went a little long. I feel like they could have shortened that. Yeah, that um, one was a lot more extended from the original. But. Yeah. The um, I think I already uh brought this up, but the the whole like last hour, like that epilogue or whatever, uh, where they're just like in what like a a desert or something like a mad max world that's not even eric that was like 20 minutes if that that was it was way longer than that no it was not yes it was eric that last part is like 15 minutes long no it isn't it It i can i remember i remember i swear to god i remember looking at the time when like everything was ending and it said an an hour i assure you it is eric i will literally this isn't even the first google of the show this is me opening hbo max 
Dude, I promise you, and it was, clicking it on was it right like now, an hour. It is not an hour. I guarantee like, it was more than 20 minutes. Were there in the post-apocalyptic thing? Oh, so now we now he's doubling back, folks. Oh my god. Where is it? Let's see. Uh, I'm now I'm pulling up my HBO Max. <laughs> this is I'm gonna make sure it's not like gonna fucking blast through my headphones. Let's see. <sighs> Zack Schneider's Justice League, here it is. Eric, it is literally. I'm clicked on the beginning of it right now, and there is 18 Dude. minutes total left in the movie, including the credits. Hang on. I am now trying to pull this up as well. All right, let's Dude. see. Th- so where the, movie, where the movie ends... Eric, it is not even 10 minutes long. It is... Dude, there is an epilogue that is... Thir- <laughs> the epilogue is 30 minutes long. Counting the credits, it's like 20 minutes. Dude, it's fucking... Eric, all I'm saying so is it's not an hour. It's not but an it's hour. But it's so unnecessary. <laughs> Eric, it's awesome. What is that? Though. That's You literally have just said yourself that the scene sets up something that isn't going to happen. Well, that's what I'm going to... Eric, the whole thing with this movie, all right? And I'm being honest with you right now. Okay. Is the whole point was that, yes, it is... It's unfortunate. It's dumb that this movie is setting up a lot of stuff that's not going to happen. And I, and I get and that. Eric but, Eric, but the point of this was too long. this was originally what he made and what they were yes. releasing at that time and fans that. rallied behind wanting yes. to see it and there Guess was like what? a caveat like the kind of like unspoken contract and that is yes this is going to set up a lot of stuff it's not going to happen but fan the fan outcry was we want to see what he originally planned on working on I understand on, why but the people actors all to rallied it. behind it and people so they weren't going to cut anything out they wanted to see Zack Schneider's artistic vision or whatever, but is it possible that his artistic vision is shit? What I'm going to say is... Is that a reality we're considering? The reality you're not considering is that the Joss Whedon artistic vision was downright dog shit. Yeah, man, I've seen Age of Ultron. I know how bad his artistic vision can be. <laughs> Joss Whedon's The Justice League makes Age of Ultron look like Citizen Kane. <laughs> so Eric. you're... You're acknowledging that this was based off of an already terrible movie? This movie contains very few scenes that are actually in the Joss Whedon version. There are some that... scenes crossed over. Joss Whedon, for, the, for all intents and purposes, reshot almost the entirety of the movie. And con- context-wise, first of all, mm-hmm. in the original. And I, and I, and I kind of like figured I don't want this, in, this discussion entirely be about this. But yeah. I guess it's important for some of this to be like, to films. The, the differences, the major differences I yeah. wanted to like, circle around to. Because at the end of the day, I'm, my goal in this is not to make you go like, that movie was good, I was wrong. Is that, well, right. I'm just saying, like, from the perspective of someone, like, I can't undo your perspective of seeing this one first. <laughs> yeah. And having yeah, a different right. appreciation for it. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Yes. Like, having, like, I'm not saying that this movie was, like, a 10 out of 10. I would say, realistically, I, and, and you are probably going to disagree with it, but my own opinion from seeing the other one first, I would consider this probably, like, an 8 out of 10. Oof. And I'm, okay. and, that, and that's and that's considering what came before it yep. too. Like I think at the time, if this was just released as is, and it was it, originally going to be a two parter as well, yeah, it probably would be like seven six range. Um, what I'm like just trying to say is like major stuff that was just Joss Whedon was like, no, nah, it doesn't matter. We'll just change. We'll recontextualize stuff. Mm-hmm. Dark side is not at all in the original. Not mentioned at all, even. Not shown, nothing. He's not referenced at all in it. Steppenwolf literally has no, like, there is no context to why he's doing what he's doing. But the context for why he's doing what he's doing now is just, I'm a bad guy. I want want the earth. 
Well, no, and I want to give was, it to fucking dark side because he was banished. Right. There's lines of dialogue that he his like penance is to yeah. conquer like it was he like wants some to conquer scene, like a bunch an of some obscene amount, amount of yeah to be able to be to be able to go home. It was an absurd amount of planets to go back to his home planet, yeah. but he finds the mother. It's like it's all this is like in the weeds of DC lore stuff. Is like the mother box yeah, that basically so the Infinity Stones. That was there. my other my other thing about the movie was it assumes that you know so much about like DC lore and the Justice League. Yeah. And as someone who doesn't have all that extensive knowledge, I felt. Like I guess I felt almost a little like left out of the loop because you also I was didn't there. see Batman versus Superman, right? Right, I didn't because some I, of that so, stuff, like yeah, I I was just kind of sat there like asking my friend to explain stuff a lot of the times. Um, yeah. Whereas I felt within, I guess the, the the only comparison here is Marvel movies. I felt like in Marvel movies in the past, even like I hadn't seen any of the Thor movies leading up to Avengers, but I was able to kind of contextualize what was happening and who those characters were. Yeah. Um, whereas I felt like I couldn't really do that with this movie. Yeah, which like is the fault of this like franchise. Is this yeah. not as fleshed out? And it'd be like it'd be like if you hadn't seen any Marvel movies and you went and saw Infinity War and they didn't do a good like there's a good explanation early on. Exactly. Where they do a quick like when Hulk comes down, he's talking to Doctor Strange and Iron Man, they're sitting there and he they it's like if they didn't have that, which again, that's like more points to Marvel. Mm-hmm. And I get that. And it's like it is like stuff that's like lore based, and that's kinda like Zack Snyder's kind of like auteur style to stuff is he kind of like when he did Watchmen stuff like you it's weird because he makes these big budget like blockbuster movies but he has like such a deep appreciation for the source material that right. it's almost like he's making it it's it's weird it's kind of like a stark difference to the Marvel stuff where they make these these movies where they have people in charge that are very like privy to the source material, but they make it for people that have no idea about the source material, right. which is like fine. That makes for a better. That's why they're way more successful. Exactly. And it's kind of like where it's almost and it's it, it kind of sounds dumb and it isn't really the best way to phrase it, but it's almost like Zack Snyder's way of making these adaptations is and it's again, it's going to sound dumb because they're still like blockbusters. It's more of like an art house take, if that makes sense. It's in that yeah, it's like it's, it's very more opposite like, of the Marvel the Marvel strategy. Yeah. But, and so I get what you're saying where it's like, there's stuff that makes less sense, but it's like, they at least, and it might, and again, like, it's like, it's not the best in product or in movie explanation mm-hmm. or like they explain it, but it's not like on its own in movie good enough, like good enough where like to you, you're like, that doesn't seem the way they explain it to me. doesn't make as much sense, but yeah. And so, but what I'm saying is that in the Joss Whedon one, he literally just rolls up and he's like, there's way less parts even with him talking at all. Really? And he's just getting these mother boxes and they're just, and then they're just like, well, earth will be destroyed if he gets all of them. And that's it. And you're like, okay, like (laughs) he's just a big CGI villain. That's going to destroy earth. And Joss Whedon was like, yes, yes, that's it. (laughs) And that's, (laughs) that's what it is. Other, other big main differences I'm trying to think of is that there's like a couple of big ones that, I know that I appreciate with the Snyder cut. Um, Second of all, this is a big one. Okay. Cyborg is it literally is not a character at all in the Joss Whedon one. Yeah. He just shows up to Wonder Woman at one point. And he's like, yeah, you guys are doing this shit. All help. Whatever. There's no, they don't even explain what his powers are to the everyday. Like you're like, what you're saying is like seeing this movie, not knowing anything about the franchise, like kind of like lore stuff yeah and i get people know cyborg from like teen titans cartoons but Mm -hmm. in the joss whedon cut 
you're like, that's a robot guy, but you have no idea. Like, you're like, what does he do? What, yeah, like, what does he do? And they <laughs> yeah. get that, like, dope sequence where his dad leaves him, like, the recording tape. And he explains that you're basically like a god now. In Earth okay. terms. Because the world is, like, so pivotal to technology where you could literally do anything. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, where they explain that he's, like, basically, like, arguably as powerful as Superman. Okay. And then, like, the same with the Flash. There's no explanation really to him at all. He just shows up and he's like, oh, he runs fast. And the two big differences with his, other than the scene that wasn't in the original, is that there's the part where they resurrect Superman. You know how he is a little late and the, and the box goes back up because he ran too yeah. fast? In the, in the Joss Whedon version, it's like a super, oh, it's perfect. He touches it right as it lands. A little small moment. And then in the last ending part, there is, they don't have that moment at all where they lose. Like, and then the Flash, like, I, like, all things aside, like, what do you think, what did you think about the scene where they, like, lose? And then the Flash is like, I gotta break my one rule. I gotta break my one rule. And well, he just... He, he runs backwards in time? Yeah, so he, like, uses this, he has no idea what the speed the force speed really force, even is at yeah. this point, but he just knows that if he runs, like, at a certain speed, he's like, things start getting weird with time, he says. And he's like, I, and, he has, and he's probably like, it implies that he's like afraid of that. Right. And he's like, I got one rule, I don't do it. And so I just want to say like that one scene, mm-hmm. like gave me chills while I was watching it. Because as someone that so, still occasionally watches the show and it's a more like saccharine handling of that because it's a teen yeah. drama. But that scene I, wasn't in the original at all. Like they just win. And they're like making jokes the whole time, like a Marvel movie. Yeah, I um. So there are definitely parts of the movies I enjoyed. I think just as a whole, I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, there, like I mentioned before, the the scene where they resurrect Superman was cool. I think that like final fight scene is is kind of cool. Um, I just think there was a lot of unnecessary stuff. Uh, I don't think that movie ever should have been four hours. Yeah, there um, is there is a lot of stuff that is like dwindles for like a bit too long. There's so I'm gonna preface this by saying I understand that this is how they do the flash with the slow-mo yeah like, his running and, and, you can talk about the way he runs because he runs really stupid so not just the way he runs uh but just the the slow-mo in general like when there was just an like an absurd amount of slow motion that had nothing to do oh, with when the, the flash that's, was running that's Zack Snyder. i know when it was his movies like, have a gratuitous amount of slow motion. it had like 30 minutes to the runtime of the movie for yeah. the slow-mo it was kind yeah. of obscene mm-hmm. i do have to uh, say though because especially um in terms of like Getting this, there's two things in terms of it being seen in like a big budget movie that was cool. Like for me, is that going from watching The Flash, I do like the effects around his run, his running. I don't get who directed him to run like that. It looks ridiculous, yeah. but yeah, it does. The look effects good. around him, like the lightning effects, yeah. is like really cool. And like the slow mo scenes of The Flash running look kind of cool. Yeah, it's just like all the other stuff that was in slow motion for no apparent reason. Other yeah. than to just like prolong that's, the shot. That's what he does. And that's like yeah. the one thing people meme on. I get it too. Is like there's some parts where it adds, but like there's like there are some parts that aren't the flash slow mo that are cool because they're slow mo, but there's a lot, there's multitudes more that aren't. Like it's unnecessary. Yeah. And I do want to say the other part of seeing it in a big budget film is that, and I get this, you, and I understand why you hate this part at the end, okay. but hear me out is the part, the post apocalyptic. Post-apocalyptic part at the end. The reason I like it, and I know it's never going to happen, and it's like the whole thing I said, like, is at the time, that's where they're working towards, is that what that basically was, was even for 10 minutes, is a big budget live action 
interpretation of injustice. Okay. Like that world, which yeah. obviously, you know, it's like a video game, but yep. they've, but it's they branched off. Yeah. They did. That's what I was going to say is they branched off and started writing comics under it where mm-hmm. it's like an alternate world where Superman Lois Lane is killed and he just becomes like a Supreme dictator and yep. people that, and like a lot of villains start working with the heroes. Like it's basically like some people work under Superman and then there's like Batman's like resistance. And so that's why you get like death strokes there with them, which I do say though, the, what adds to the unnecessary part of it is that the original post credit scene from the, the Whedon cut, there's two of them. And the second one's not even in this movie and it's for good reason. But the first mm-hmm. one is that part of Lex Luthor on the cruise ship and how, and again, this is sad cause it's not going to be paid off at all, but you know, the payoff was him saying like Batman is Bruce Wayne. Yeah. In the original, the stinger at the end of it where the music cuts out is literally just Lex Luthor going, I think it's time we make a league of our own, which is like, there's like a base like villain justice league. Which yep. They're not going to get to that either. And so the one thing I will say as a critique is that it kind of lessens it going right from the first time you see Joe Maggianello as Deathstroke. And it, and then it's just like, we're going to cut to the other, this other like epilogue scene where it's the post-apocalyptic and he's also in it. Yep. But I do like, do you get what I'm saying though? Where it is cool to see like an injustice timeline. And to be frank, I love Jared Leto's Joker in that scene because I have a soft spot for how bad it is. (laughs) Because I don't know if you saw, but I tweeted recently and I said, there's a lot of like strife and conflict in the world, but can we all agree that Jared Leto is a menace and needs to be stopped? Because that's what I believe (laughs) him. And his performance of the Joker is so bad that I love it. And his Mm -hmm. laugh, his new Joker laugh was literally... Oh, my God. <laughs> I heard it best put on the H3 podcast where one of their guys mentioned that because they have a sound clip. They use a lot of the Jared Leto Joker laugh. Yeah. And they they said the best way they put it is that his laugh in that movie was like if you didn't cut up the laugh like it is in the original where he goes like, ah, ah. Uh, it's like if it was just one uh, long uh, <laughs> like in the new one, he's just literally like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> And I did like the part, I hate the line where he's like, who's going to give you reach arounds? But I do love the part where Batman says like, and trust me, I will fucking kill you. We live in a society. I hate that that wasn't in the actual movie. <laughs> that might be my one dislike of that scene, because I do like that scene. Yeah. Um, other than the fact that you have Amber Heard, who's not um, going to be returning in Aquaman 2. I will say, uh, me and my friend who, actually me and the person that watched Justice League together, was it was Sting. It was Ben. Um, oh yeah. We uh, as soon as we finished watching that, we were like, "Let's watch a good superhero movie now." And then we watched Iron Man one. That's fair. But you know what? Yeah. What would you give on a scale of one to ten? The Snyder Cut. Uh, I'd say like a, a four or a five. All right, I give it an eight. Okay. One day we'll watch the original Whedon cut. Me and you, bud. It's almost like you would probably. Yeah, like it's gonna be weird to say from how much that i've talked about the differences but having like sat through the one that's twice as long and a lot more serious we you would probably have a very fun time watching the one that's just fucking stupid <laughs> yeah and is like trying the whole point the whole thing with that movie is they brought him in after like there was the uh like tragic loss it was Snyder like family. Snyder started it and then they brought they filmed the whole in. thing and they were in based on the editing process yeah and they were like oh it needs to be shorter this this and they basically kind of fucked him over because his daughter i don't know if you're familiar yeah, his daughter but, died right yeah and they basically t- use that as like an excuse to quickly bring in joss whedon 
and do a fuck ton of reshoots. And he was like, they were like, you're the guy that made the first two Avengers that are like, we've the Rooster Brothers would then go go on to show that they can do it way better. But we want you to come in and just make a Marvel movie in this universe that has already been way darker. Right, gritty. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So they don't really. But you would you would you would find enjoyment in it. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm saying. Okay. Um, but yeah, I still, I liked the Snyder cut. The whole thing I will say though, is I really liked it, but I'm probably the only time I could ever see myself watching it again is in like a few years, just cause of how long it is. I've never seen myself watching it again. That's fair. That's fair. Um, should we talk about a better movie now? Yeah. All right. I just would like to start this by saying off that Godzilla versus Kong was a perfect movie and it didn't have a single flaw. There's a flaw. There is not. Okay, there's one flaw, and it's Millie Bobby Brown. No, human people defeat Mecha Godzilla by pouring soda or b- pouring like alcohol onto a, onto a keyboard of a computer. <laughs> that's a big Fuck. flaw, Eric. That is no, a, that's a flaw. Up. That's a flaw bigger than any flaw you listed with Zack Snyder's Justice League. I'm gonna be honest. I liked Godzilla vs Kong. <laughs> I don't know if I said it in this episode. I think I did, but I watched the fight scenes. It's perfect. It's the perfect. They set it up perfectly at the beginning of the movie. I don't know what you're talking about. I need I need to say though is that I watched the first fight scene, then probably the whole like last third act. Okay. So there's like stuff that I'm aware of, like plot wise from like. Have you seen any of the other monster universe movies or whatever the hell it's called? Um, I saw the first Godzilla the day it came out in 2014 okay. on a first date with a girl that I hate, and yep. then, um, I saw because then it wasn't there wasn't anything till Kong's. Skull Island, right? Yeah, and then there was Godzilla, uh, King of Monsters. So I saw, I didn't see any of Skull Island, and then Skull I saw Skull Island was good. I saw Godzilla, King of Monsters, though. Um. So I, yeah, I, uh, I'm gonna be honest. I was pretty drunk for this movie as well. Yeah. Uh, watched it outside with some friends on a projector. It was mm-hmm. a grand old time. Um. I like the. Like the entire, I was really excited for it leading into it. Um, and honestly, just the idea of a giant monkey fighting a giant lizard was really fun to me. I'm um, sure you can tell from the way that I consumed it that I really didn't have that much excitement. I was like, no. I'll watch it, but I wasn't like hyped. I like but I almost get watched it, was- it a second time, like that same weekend, just because someone was like, "Hey, I'm going to throw this on," and I was like, "Yeah, stream it. I'll watch." Uh, and so I we we um. Like everything about it, it's it's just like a perfect like popcorn movie, I guess. It's yeah. it's just one of those like throw that on. Like I want to watch two giant things beat the shit out of each other. Let's go. This is gonna be a a ton of fun. Um, and that's honestly exactly what what we got. Um, we just got to see. Uh, there were some really cool like shots and some really cool scenes, specifically those fight scenes. I um, do like the style of the final fight being like neon. Yeah. Um, there was some like there's a the scene on the um when he's like riding on the uh um uh the like aircraft carrier or whatever yeah, like the f- other time they fight yeah that like there's some pretty cool shots in that scene specifically there was one where uh there was like a fighter jet trying to take off and like godzilla like grabs it and there's just like a scene or there's like a shot from the front of the um the jet of like the pilot and then in the background you just see like kong just grab the jet and just like whip it at godzilla or just like whip it at like one of the other like boats it's like just really fun really cool stuff to watch um and i honestly want to watch it again 
I do plan on watching it in full. Yes, yeah, you definitely should. All I want, I saw, I watched the first fight, and then I was just gonna watch the last fight, but then I heard that there's a part where just King Kong gets a big axe, and I was like, I gotta see that. I gotta yeah, know that, how he gets that, that axe. Uh, that part is really fun. Um, like when they just like go down to like the underworld or whatever. The Hollow like, Earth area. Hollow Earth, that's what it's called. Um, like that whole um. I lost my train of thought. I I can talk for a second while you remember it. Yeah. Um, my favorite part of the movie is when they just put their differences aside and just fucked. Okay. They just <laughs> banged it out. When they fucked. Yeah, they just um, fucked. The, the part in Hollow Earth where they get the axe, um, I thought was really cool that it's like it's like a blade of one of Godzilla's fucking scales or whatever. Yeah. Oh. And then uh, uh, the scene where uh, the little girl sign languages to him, like, hey, Godzilla's a friend now. And he's like, nah, fuck that dude. And then she's like, no, but really, like, you got to destroy that robot. Yeah, she's and like, they, look, there's like another friends. one. She's like, there's like another one. But like, if you can't tell, that one's like beating him. And like, you just lost to him twice. So like, it's probably <laughs> best, your best interest to like to help him get guy. rid of that one. Yeah. And then be like, yeah, bro, we tight. And then just kind of dip. And he's and like, oh, like yeah, you're right. Just be like, you owe me. I saved your life. And then I, just walk away. I I have like a love, hate, appreciation type relationship for the f- logistics of the fact where the guy like defibrillates King Kong with like a hover car thing. <laughs> like, dude, dude I have, it's I have like an movie. exact 50 50 of like <laughs> thinking that's like awesome being like that is just so fucking dude, stupid. Dude, it's awesome. I'm I'm 100% on the awesome side. Eric, I just have to say there is not a perfect movie. They defeat Mecha Godzilla while the other two are fighting it by pouring because they were like, "Oh yeah, we need our human people to do something." Yeah, the, and so the, Fire Fist from Deadpool 2 has to pour the dude's alcohol on the keys because he's like, "Listen, they're trying to remember the password," and he's like, "Oh, the password doesn't matter if you just pour <laughs> liquids all over the computer." <laughs> They set it up perfectly at the beginning of the movie, though. If you watched it, you would know. How did they set it up, Eric? Um, they set it up by uh, saying, like, yeah, this guy's wife died, and uh, he keeps the alcohol on him because um, the day that it, it is empty is the day that he's going to die. And then he, at the end there, he's like, I'm going to drink this because we're definitely dying. And then someone just grabs it out of his hand and dumps it all over the keyboard. Yeah, but then he doesn't die. Yeah, he's, you know, his character has grown. I don't know. I thought you were gonna say like the day it runs as the day he has to type in a password on like a really important computer. Was gonna <laughs> they be, like, specifically the set up like, that moment. Yeah, he's gonna they be, like, I, it. He's like, I keep this drink on me because when it runs out, then I'll know that I need to really think of the password on this computer in Hong Kong. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how much of the movie you saw, but um, Millie Bobby Brown is like a conspiracy theorist, and her dad works for the bad guys. Yeah, because that's from King of Monsters. That's from one of the other King Kong movies. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, because yeah, her mom died in one of the other King Kong movies as yeah. well. Well, no, no, I mean in Godzilla. If I say King Kong, it was oh, in the Godzilla. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. It's Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, because her I I recently rewatched the King of Monsters one mm-hmm. like the other day, and I forgot like how fucking stupid the mom is in that movie. Yeah, like she's, she's just like bitch. she literally is just like we're gonna release all these kaiju's because it makes sense. And the dad is like, and she takes the dot, she takes Millie Bobby Brown with her, and the dad is like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, no, <laughs> she should be with me. And then Millie Bobby Brown's like, what the fuck, mom? Like, yeah. how does this make like, the world better? 
to like just wake up all these kaijus. <laughs> but yeah. Isn't like the dude like a uh the guy with the alcohol like a conspiracy theory podcaster or something? Yeah, and Millie Bobby Brown listens to his podcast. Yeah, and that's man. kind of all you need to know about those characters. Yeah, podcasters are fucking dumb. <laughs> right, dude? <laughs> uh I do I I will in the next few days watch that movie in full though. Yeah, I'd, I'd recommend cool. watching it in full. It was cool. Get high as shit. And just watch that movie. No, Eric, uh, I'm going to be stone cold sober and enjoy media. All right. Okay. Some people don't Teach need. Teach his own, man. Teach his own. Some people don't need substances to enjoy things. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, others do. Yeah. Uh, anyways, <laughs> we, got, we got four other questions that we can answer quickly if you'd like to wrap yeah, it up. Let's, let's run through it. All right. So the first one isn't a question. And I got to point out, Charlie, one of my... Uh, past roommates he doesn't tend to ask questions he just makes statements yeah honestly um, i very much agree with this statement yeah well obviously like there's no argument to be made he says charlie yeah. graziano says kong would absolutely kill snyder it's like a yes yeah yeah like there's no there's... conceivable way Zack snyder doesn't come out on the bottom of an of a of a, a an old donny brook with the massive <laughs> king kong <laughs> With but, Titanus um, Kong. Yeah. Um, I just <laughs> accidentally you, answered one of our later questions. Uh, oh, the one that by Adrian Maggiani? Yes. Yeah, What he asks, what species of ape is Kong? I believe in the movie they say that his, his species is like Titanus Kong. I think that's what they say because he's a titan. Whatever. Okay, my answer was going to be donkey. Oh, okay. He was of that, that Kong. Well, it's like how, well, they're just Kongs, dude, because there's Donkey Kong, there's Diddy Kong. Like, yeah. They put a name in front of So I guess King. Kong would be, be the species, right? Yeah, so he's and King. And then Titanus would be the genus. Yeah. So, well, that's what I'm, what I'm saying is, yeah, they're all part of the same species. Even Lanky you, uh, Kong. Do you know the, uh, the order of the, um, like, uh, family, genus, species, that stuff, whatever the hell that's called? I thought you were going to say, do you know the order of the DK rap? And I was going to be like... Yeah, it's Donkey Kong and then Diddy Kong, and then Dixie Kong, then Lanky Kong, then Tiny Kong. (laughs) You know more of it than I do. (laughs) But the version they have in Smash is the one where they cut out the Lanky Kong part because they basically just call like the Lanky Kong like an invalid. (laughs) (laughs) They're basically like he is. uh, I don't don't know how to phrase this. Uh, I will say special needs is basically how they called (laughs) Lanky Kong in that. But uh, I hope that answers your question, Adrian, who I don't think listens to this podcast but follows me on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the next question we'll answer with our favorite, our favorite friend at the end. Yep. So we'll do Connor Roth next, who asks, because I said we we're going to cover the Snyder Cut in Kong, so that's to explain these questions. But yep. he goes, DC versus Marvel, who comes out on top? So I, if the question is like DC heroes versus Marvel heroes, I think barring a couple of like, specific situations i think it's usually going to be dc heroes yeah because they have superman yeah unless like unless they have unless like the marvel superheroes get some kryptonite or something yeah like there are there are ways they could defeat superman and like the dc heroes but i genuinely think that if it's dc versus marvel it's going to be dc i think that marvel could beat any universe because if you're going by they have to kill everyone all of their heroes Mm-hmm. Ant Man could just go into the quantum realm and just chill there, like forever. He, you know, and they he just could can't just kill crawl. Him. 
You could just crawl up inside of people and, and expand and just destroy them from the inside out. Yeah, but then he risks getting killed by one of the other ones. So all I'm saying is you could just live in the quantum realm forever and the DC universe thinks they won. And they're like, yeah, we won. But, but like, reality, there's a scoreboard somewhere and it's like, oh, there's one of them left and they just spend the rest of their lives just searching for him. And they like, all die just... of old age and then Ant-Man just pops out of the uh, out of the quantum realm 200 years later, but it's really only been like 20 hours for yeah, him or he's whatever. Yeah, he's the same age. And also, yeah. speaking of which, shout out to Paul Rudd. It's his birthday when we're recording this. Yes, it is. Happy birthday, Paul Rudd. Happy Please birthday. come on our podcast. Happy birthday, Paul Rudd. And we love you. You, We stan. <laughs> You're my hero. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. But I, if we're going to go in terms of movies, it's obvious, too. Like, just which franchise is better. Oh, yeah. In terms of movies, it's easily Marvel. Yeah. Um, and in terms of just, like, the comics, probably goes to DC, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I'd leave that one up to personal choice, because I, yeah. I had more Marvel comics as a kid. Yeah. Um, Actually, I would probably sway to it's like It's weird, because I think in terms of, yeah. like, overall stories, I'd say, all right, so an overall, like, crossover stories within the, like, universe, I mean. Marvel yeah. probably has better ones, but then like as like the individual character individual, issues, yeah. it's kind of DC. Yep. Okay, yeah, I I definitely would agree with that. Yeah, uh, I haven't, and then, haven't read comics in a long time, but me neither. Honestly, I haven't bought any in like forever. Like once The Walking Dead ended, was when I yeah. kind of stopped. I was like, I don't really care anymore. Why am I here? <laughs> 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 so our final question is Nick Maloof. Uh, everyone knows who he is at this point. He says, who would win in a fight yes. between Super Saiyan Cat Mario from Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury or King Kong? I have to say, I'm going to go Kong here. It's Mario. Why is it Mario? Mario can't die. I know you're going to say they killed Mario <laughs> on March 31st, but Mario can't die. Mario died. He didn't die. You're in denial. You're in denial. Do you know what I'm really mad about, Eric? What? That's all right. We can just answer our right, my answer's cat Mario, your answer's Kong. So we're done with okay. the questions. But we can wrap this up with this. Is that all right? I thought of a really good image to Photoshop and it's too late now. And I texted Charlie this on the 31st. And it's based off of one. This is like this requires this at most gonna be five minutes. This overall thing, okay? At the very most. It requires explanation of a meme I saw recently that was clearly a headline from when Better Call Saul was about to premiere and the original headline probably read bad news uh breaking bad fans or better call Saul fans and it probably said something like oh um, walter white isn't going to show up in it or something like uh -huh. that it's probably the original headline and someone just photoshopped it uh and said oh it read as bad news break or better call Saul fans our time on earth is finite it's just how it read, and it had like an image. It was one of those headlines with the image below. It's just like a picture, early pre-release photo. Better call Saul. <laughs> yeah. And so I thought about, it, and it's way too late now. As I thought about, it and I pitched it to Charlie, and he thought it was. He said he thought it was hilarious. So I was just gonna Photoshop because there was all the headlines going around on the thirty-first. It was like Mario dies today. Yep. And I thought about just photoshopping a headline with a picture of the three D All Stars collection. I was just gonna say. Great news for all the all the Super Mario fans out there, and the bottom text was going to be most of the o most of the ocean is still unexplored. <laughs> it just came to me. It just came to me, and it's just too late to make it now. Comedic genius. So I wanted to explain it. It's like the Minotaur tweet. I got to vent them out on here. Um, but anyways, 
Is there anything else you want to say on this episode 23, which is how old Eric is, episode of the Procrastination Sensation? Um, I will say uh, watch watch Godzilla vs. Kong and don't watch the Snyder Cut. I will say if you watch the Joss Whedon Cut, watch the Snyder Cut, take everything Eric says with a grain of salt from here on out, and watch Invincible. Yeah, everything. And watch, watch Invincible on Amazon Prime. And watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. And if you're, if you're Microsoft, don't buy Sega and then continue down a dark path. You're just scared. I am. Well, goodbye, everyone. Thanks for lo- listening. <laughs>